The Center for Unhindered Living presents Plus Size Polyamory with Judy McMahon, where our motto is, don't follow the crowd, follow your heart. So welcome to episode eight. Uh, today we're going to interview Cohen Nanick, and he is the author of the CurvyShrine.com website as well as the Curvy Shrine YouTube channel. Excuse me, there's an ambulance going by outside. I'm sorry. Um, so thank you for being with us today, Cohen. Thank you for having me. So. Um, what made you decide to start the Kirby Shrine YouTube channel? Well, um, the, um, the YouTube channel came forth out of um, the website, basically. I, uh, for a long time, I had been walking around with this idea for a website called uh, BBW Shrine at the time. Uh, a couple years later, I renamed it to Kirby Shrine. Um, I actually conceived the original idea on May 8th, uh, 2008, and I remember exactly where I was, where I was walking, I was downtown, and I, I was partly frustrated by, by society's view of plus-size women. Um, I wasn't really aware a lot of all the discrimination, but I knew it was going on, but it was also very much a... Uh, for me, a, a desire to, to express my passion for plus size women. And uh, later that morphed into um, just curvaceous women because not every curvaceous woman is plus size. So, um, so I started writing articles for that website and then I launched it uh, about, uh, yeah, I think about a year later or so. And then eventually I got this desire to express what I was writing in stories and at the time on Facebook and MySpace and other places. I, uh, I got this really burning desire inside of me to, uh, to verbalize that on, on video. I hesitated for a long time um, because, <clears throat> you know, I had my insecurities, uh, predominantly uh, my teeth were spaced and I, I didn't like smiling on camera and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> and then I, participated in a TV program, uh, which was supposedly about promoting plus size women and stuff, but it turned out to be a very different derogatory uh, program. But that, I guess, was the first step of me actually doing YouTube. And then about six months later, I think, um, I don't know exactly when it was, but uh, uh, I uploaded my first YouTube video and that was on November 8, 2012. And it had such a great reception a lot of people that were already following me on Facebook and through my website and stuff. So uh, I got subscribers pretty quickly. And then after, um, yeah, after a while, what happened was I started getting uh, letters from, from women and also from men. And that's how uh, the different topics on the channel kind of formed. So Okay, great. And um, I understand that you're not from the United States. Do you mind telling us what country you're in? I'm in the Netherlands, also known as Holland. Uh, okay. The, the Lowlands. It's a it's a country uh, to the west of Germany. Okay. It's, it's just diagonally below, um, somewhat below England, actually. Okay. So if people uh, visit your 
uh, channel, they'll see some videos in English and some videos in Dutch. Yeah, that's, um, I, I started the Dutch videos about, um, yeah, I'd say about nine months ago. Um, I created those videos primarily not because I wanted to address a Dutch audience per se, because then I, you know, I, I might as well make German videos and any, any videos that I know the language of. Actually, I don't know the German that well, but my primary goal with that, with those videos um, were to attract uh, Dutch women and men to the channel so I could interview those, um, those women and men for the channel, hopefully also couples. Um, and I've met some interesting people since then, um, but I just haven't had any interviews come from it. But, uh, you know, it may, it may happen in the future. Okay. So um, do you find that there are differences in uh, the way plus size women are viewed in your country as opposed to the United States? Um, well, I mean, you know, we always say here that, um, or a lot of people say that a lot of things are similar as they are in my country so they're similar in the u.s but they're just they're just larger and um <laughs> that goes for physical things like shops uh, you know malls and also uh grocery store products like uh bag of chips bag of chips um, right like everything everything is a, everything is supersized here in other yeah. words but, you know, it, it also goes for the for the admiration and for the discrimination and uh, or I should say the discrimination, the admiration. Um, so, you know, it's I mean, of course, it's a bigger country. You have 300 million people there. Uh, last I uh, last I checked and here we have, uh, I believe, 17 or 19 million. So that's but, you know, relatively speaking, the whole the whole movement is more accepted. There's a there's a. A more more of a, an acceptance in the U.S., but then there's also the counter to that, where there's more discrimination. So the the fat shaming is, I would say, it's it's much larger uh, than here. So right, yeah, I did watch one of your videos last night and noticed in in the video I was watching, you pointed out someone who was walking by and said, "Wow, in the United States, that would that person would be considered average, but here they're considered large." <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't recall which video that was, but, um, I, uh, I do know that, that, that happens sometimes. And, and, and that definitely uh, is the case where, where, you know, in, in the U S it would not be considered plus size, but here would definitely be considered a plus size. Okay. And what, what would be an SS BBW here would be a BBW in the, uh, in the U S. Okay. Um, so I'm not, what is, I'm, not, I'm not in favor of those terms, by the way, but it's, you know, it's the most easy term. Right. Right. Yes. Um, so what is it about plus size women that you find attractive? Well, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to describe on one hand, but then it's also easy in the sense that, uh, you know, men like softness with women and women like like muscles and I mean of course there's women who like different things and men who like different things there's some men that like hard bodies on women and there's women that like uh, soft bodies on men but in, in general you know I'm like the traditional man I like I like softness in a woman and when I see a, a woman who is plus size and um, I would also like to use the word fat but you know I don't know if you have any problem with that word I don't have a problem with that word I I'd like to say you know let's take back that word let's 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 not right let's disempower the people who use it against them. 
Right. Less bad. So, so I a plus size woman slash fat woman slash curvaceous woman. Um, I, I, for me, it's just more softness. And, you know, you could say, well, okay, that's a physical thing. But then I, for me, it's, it's definitely physically a thing for me. Well, I always say like, for me, it's 60% a visual thing. And I mean, the, the thing as in the admiration of plus size women, because I'm not intent on uh, objectifying plus size women. And it's 40% a physical thing. So for me, the, the sight of a plus size woman is, is actually, yeah, it's, it's, what, it's what really grabs me, so to speak. Okay. Okay. So, so no specific attributes, just the softness. Well, um, if I would, if I would answer that question in the way that I want to answer it, um, <laughs> it would get, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, and I've tried to, to do this in, in, in videos, um, people really, they take stuff that I say out of context and they, right they kind of, it's like they overlay their own version over it because of what they've, right. they've heard other men talk about. And especially these, uh, I have nothing against feminism. I used to call myself a feminist too, but the modern day feminism is nothing like the yesteryear of the feminism. And the modern day fe feminist, it's, it's, it's a lot of these, these, these woke women that, that, that really hate men or a lot of them hate men. And you can't really, you can't be really be yourself anymore and, 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 you know, explain what you really like without, oh, you have a fetish. Oh, you're objectifying uh, women. Oh, it's just about a physical. Oh, it's just about the sex. Oh, it's just about this, that, and the other. And that's kind of what stops men from speaking out. And it hasn't right. stopped me, but it's definitely in the past uh, restricted me. Right. Well, so, I asked, you know, it's not like you volunteered it. I asked you to elaborate on that. And so, you know, feel free to be honest. <laughs> well, um, okay. So some of the conversations that, that I have with male friends who also have this preference, uh, you know, we talk about how, for example, when you see a BBW, you know, let's say that's a size 24, 26 woman, and she doesn't have to be that large, but uh, when she has a belly, you know, I've, I've talked about the different shapes of belly, um, now I know this is a podcast, so your your viewers or your listeners won't won't see the gestures that I'm making now. But uh, right. I love I love to see, for example, uh, one such woman that size, for example, her belly from the side, and then when there's a certain garment over it, like a fabric, um, you know, it moves in a certain way, and I, I just find it really appealing. I find it incredibly sexy, and I know there's uh, lots of men who find it uh, sexy. They don't always admit it, but they find it sexy and um, also different fabrics. Like if you if you take, for example, yoga pants on on a woman with a you know fuller behind, or you see you see that same woman in silky clothing, it's a completely different experience for the uh, for the eyes, so to speak. And I but right. that's you know, that's just that's just one example. I love when 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 the sun is out and there's a building and a, and a woman walks you know, plus a, say a size twenty six woman. BBW walks by that building and I see how the, how the shadows of that building cast on on her different features and I mean it, it blows my mind and that that's also why I think I get nervous because I just uh, I find it so beautiful I always say that that when I get nervous it's really an overload of the senses it's like when you're um, let's say you're a woman who is just really attracted to men with uh, a certain height 
six foot seven, I'm six foot seven, or men who have uh, a long beard. I don't, but uh, there's, there's women who are really into men with gray beards or, or groomed beards. And, and some women really rave about that and they get, they get nervous too. Well, for me, it's the same. The only difference is that <clears throat> when I talk about this, um, hang on, because there's, there's a motor outside, it's distracting me. Um, yeah, the only difference is that, that what I talk about is not mainstream and therefore it's considered out of the ordinary, a fetish, uh, you know, right. all those things, so. Right, well, I have to say when I was getting together with my second husband, um, we met online. And so as we were corresponding, we would go to different websites and uh, there was a website that he found, not yours, this has been, this actually was 2009. Um, but uh, it was one where people would write in about their stories about how they fell in love with someone who was larger. And um, just listening to them talk about the things that they liked about that person, um, it seemed like there's, it's more out there than we realized. People just aren't talking about it. Um, that's what a lot of things, unfortunately, and, and because of, um, you know, again, this woke culture, this cancel culture uh, mentality out there. Uh, you know, I, I have another YouTube channel, and last week I got called out by, by uh, a black, you know, it's about black women, and I got called out by a black woman who, uh, who just looked at my title. She didn't watch the videos, and, and uh, you know, I got a lot of new views, a lot, or a lot of views, a lot of new subscribers, which is positive, but I got a lot of negative people on it, too, and it's just like people, people are very prejudiced when they see something, but they don't, they don't really look into it, or they don't understand it. Right. And, you know, that's also to people who come on either of my channels and they just look at the video titles and they don't really watch the videos. The video titles right. are designed in such a way, like I'm a YouTube, I'm a creator. I need to draw people to my channel. So I need to be creative with my titles without um, those titles being clickbait. But I still have to draw those people in. When right. I talk about this. Um, or when I use titles or even when I, when I talk in videos and people watch that and they don't investigate further or you just see one video of me, then what happens is they get, they get these opinions and they're really not based in any facts because it's just, it's, it's one video or it's one or it's a couple of titles. And uh, I also see this with men who, who, who talk about this in a setting that is not YouTube. For example, I've seen some TV programs and you see the majority of the audience, uh, you know, ridicule, well, not ridicule him, but they, they start laughing and they start, and, I mean, this, so this is something that not only plus size women experience, but also those who admire plus size women. And right. that makes it difficult for a lot of people to, to, to be open about this. Right, right. I, I hope I'm, I'm not going off on tangents too much in my answers. No, no, that's great. Um, so, what is the difference between a fat admirer and a fat fetish? Um, so, if, well, I mean, a fat admirer can have a fetish, definitely. Um, but, and let's see, so a fat admirer can have a fetish, but having a fetish is not always me or a fat admirer. Okay, so <clears throat> a fat admirer is someone who just likes uh, a person that is fat. It can be a man too. Like the women are, some women are fat admirers, and it doesn't matter uh, depending on their, or it doesn't matter what what sexual orientation they have. They can be straight, they can be gay, they can be bisexual. 
So um, fed up Meyer is someone, so let's say if I take myself, I'm a, I'm a fed up Meyer, but I find it a bit of a misnomer just quickly because I, I am not attracted to the fat. I'm not attracted to the adipose tissue that is under the skin. I'm attracted to women who, you know, who are fat and where, you know, the skin, it bulges and it creates the curves and the rolls and, and the jiggleness, and all these things. So that's what I'm attracted to. But on, in and of itself, I'm also not attracted to just the features. I mean, for me, it's a whole body woman thing. It's, it, I'm attracted to the woman. And it will be similar to, actually, I think it's pretty much the same to a woman being attracted to a muscular man. And you know, if he loses some weight and if he loses the muscles, therefore, um, her attraction may be lessened. And um, well, that's a different topic in and of itself. And you can ask me that later if you want. Um, but that is, so that is for me what a, what a fat admirer is, a, a man or a woman who is attracted to a fat person or a person who's uh, capacious or has different parts of herself that are fat because there's, there's some thin women out there and they have like a large behind or they have large breasts or they have big arms or I, I've seen some thin women who are size six or eight with a double chin. So, and uh, I happen to be the only guy that likes double chins, but uh, at least I haven't met anyone who does, but um, so a fat fetish, that is when it is like, um, it, it, it's like, of, of, it's not a preference, it's really something that they need in order to get turned on. And, um, and that's not the only thing. I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not probably not the best person to ask uh, this question, but I do know that um, a fetish is predominantly a sexual thing. And if I look at a plus size woman on the street, I always use this example. I, if I look at a plus size woman on the street, I don't get aroused by her. I do get aroused if I see a woman with very large breasts, say uh, double age cup or something with deep cleavage cleavage, then I get aroused, but all, also not always. It, it really depends on the moment, on the woman, on where I am and with my health in that, uh, that time. So that for me, for me, a fetish is really when you, when it's something sexual. And another reason why I say, and it, I know this is not your question, but I, another reason why I say that it's not a fetish is because I, I looked at my first plus size woman when I was six years old in a stack of magazines that I opened on the centerfold and there she was. And I tell this story in, in, in the video and also in different other videos on Kirby Shrine. And, uh, you know, I mean, back then I had no sexual feelings whatsoever, but I was completely fascinated with seeing those women. And when I see those women now, the feeling is very similar. It's not exactly the same but it's, it's similar and it's still the admiration is there. And it's not, it's not something that triggers me sexual. Now, is it not sexual for me? No, that's also not it. It is definitely sexual for me, uh, that admiration, because I mean, if I, if, if I'm sitting here in front of my computer, right, and this might get a little personal here or a little um, sensitive, but if I sit here and I start looking at porn, BBW porn, hell yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I get aroused, I get turned on. But that's not how I approach this topic. It is not, it is not first and foremost a sexual uh, thing for me or a sexual experience for me, okay. or a sexual interest. Um, the word that comes to mind for me is obsession. If it becomes an obsession, can, can, then can I just, me can I just inter interject for, for a moment? Mm -hmm. um, yes. Thank you. So 
um, what I wanted to add to that is that, uh, which ties into something that I said about 10 minutes ago or five minutes ago, that when people see a video of mine, for example, I have a video about wh- how does it feel to have a 400 pound woman, 400 LBs uh, woman on top of me. And they look at that video and they see me describing all this, 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 this detail. And you know, I describe the whole, the whole scene as if you're almost, uh, the person watching that video is almost there, basically. And I'm, I'm, partic- I'm not trying to toot my horn, but I'm particularly good at that. And that's why I do these videos. But then they see that video and they draw their conclusions based on that one video because right. it's very vivid in my descriptions, because right. I'm very detailed and, and elaborate a lot. And that's, right. um, yeah, that's what I wanted to say in relation to your question, because when, when I talk about this, I do get the feeling that, or I do understand that people see it as a fetish, but that's not what it is. It's, it, I've asked, right. my, I still ask myself if it is a fetish. Actually, I asked, I asked it myself tonight, but it's just not. It's, it, it, because for me, like I said, it's not first and it's not foremost a, a sexual thing. Right, okay, great. Thank you for clarifying that for us. Sure. Um, so what are the top three tips that you would give to plus size women to help them get potential partners interested in them? Oh, gosh, I, I, I knew I should have written it down because when I read that question, because you sent me questions, uh, or at least some of the ones that you wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, the first one is, is probably the hardest one for a lot of um, women in general also, and that's to be confident. Uh, but that's you know, it's hard for women. Like when, when a man has to be confident, one thing that I always mention is uh, practice semen retention, which is kind of like holding your, uh, holding your, uh, your seed in, holding your semen in. It's so easy. All you have to do is just not, not do anything for a couple of weeks and you'll get loads of confidence. But with women, it, it works uh, differently because women don't, don't produce semen. So with women, I would say fake it till you make it. Just, just wear something, and yeah, you'll have people looking at you. But if you can beat that, if you can, if you can get past that, you'll notice that it will actually increase your confidence, and that's what you want. You want to be confident. Another thing I would say is smile. I mean, look up and smile. Those two things are really, yeah, they're really two, but let's just use them as one. Just look and smile. I see so many women who are so curvaceous, beautiful, and you know, they don't smile or they just do, they kind of have this RBF face or resting bitch face. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a term, you know, I don't like it, but I, it is what it is. And, and I look down, I look unhappy. And for me, if a woman smiles, it just automatically attracts me to her. And especially if I get the idea that she's confident or maybe she fakes confident, because I can't see the difference if, if she fakes it or if it's, if it's real. Um, and that's just, that's just part of the, uh, you know, the confidence, showing confidence thing or faking it. That's just part of the charm that, that women in general have. So I would say, you know, use that. If you want to attract a man, use that. Um, the third thing that I would say is, um, you know, be friendly. Don't just be friendly to a guy walking up to you, but be friendly um let's say that you see a man somewhere that you're interested in and you see him often at the workplace or somewhere else it can be any place uh, maybe like a dance club or something when you the way you interact with people because men are very visual they will they will look at you they will scan you they will 
you know, the devil will look at your behavior. So when you talk to other people than him, be friendly. Shoulders open, smile. You don't have to like force yourself, but just 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 try to be as open and as friendly uh, as possible. And again, have that open posture. Don't look down. Um, try to show confidence. And if you are confident, then, then you don't even need to think about these things because you just do it automatically. But um, I, I would say those, those three things would... Um, could you repeat the question again? Because I, I, I just want to see if I have right. nuance uh, correct. Okay. Do you have any tips for plus-size women um, to help them get potential partners interested in them? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's, so that's, that's, that's physical. If you're on a dating site, I would say, you see, I have videos about this, so it's probably best if you, um, if people. Right. And the problem with the YouTube app on mobile is you can't search through your channel, but you can do that on desktop, so. Right. Well, and I encourage everyone to visit your channel and see all the videos. That would be great. Thank you. Um, um, Excuse me, but um, mm -hmm. so if you're on a dating site, I would recommend that you don't ever put on a plus size dating site that you're losing weight. Even if, <laughs> you are, even if you are losing weight, look, everyone's always losing weight. But when I see a plus size woman who, especially when she's supposedly proud of her curves and she starts talking about weight loss and I'm like, well, what are you doing on a plus size dating site? It's like, I don't want to judge women for losing weight. I always encourage women to lose weight if that's what you want. But it just, it, it looks off. It's like, it's like, oh, well, um, it's like they don't respect the fact that men are there specifically on a plus size date because they like plus size women. And when a, when a man sees a, a woman say, I'm losing weight, then that automatically instills fear in them because it's like a, it's like a woman who is attracted to a man who's muscular and who's, who says, um, no longer working out. Maybe not the best example, but that, that's something that women don't understand. Uh, a lot of women don't understand, sorry, um, about men is that, that, you know, when you date men, you also have to accept that men are visual and physical creatures. So women for women is different. It's, they're also phys physical and visual, but for women, it's once they connect to a man, it doesn't really matter, you know, what he, like if he works out a lot or if he maintains this or that, once they love him, that connection is built. But and for men, it's also a little bit like that. But for men, they, they, they are so physical and physical, uh, visual. So when I see a woman that says I'm losing weight, that's just, yeah. So that's, that's something you shouldn't do. Um, have good pictures, have a full body picture on your profile, at least one. Show yourself from different sides. And not, not just so that guy can see what you look like. But more importantly, and this is what, what you probably wouldn't think of straight away, is when you do that, when you show yourself in indoors, outdoors, different angles with people, without people, um, when you do that, you you show that you're you're proud of your your body and that, that you you actually want to show it off. And that attracts a man because again, that tells that guy that you're a confident woman. Okay, and great. There's probably other tips, but I uh, yeah, I, I, my mind's blank. Yeah. There are probably, but I wanted to keep it short. <laughs> so um, do you have any tips for plus size men? This is something that's not talked about a lot. I, I, I couldn't hear what you said uh, last, uh, but keeping it short. I said, do you have any tips for plus size men? This no, is something. No, no, 
but before that you said you said something about wanting to keep the answer short or something i didn't oh because we could this could be a three-hour discussion about tips uh for oh, okay. how to attract people so i just want to ask you for your top three so that we didn't have to make it a three-hour interview <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so but that was very helpful though thanks um but yeah i do want to talk about is there any tips for plus size men because there that's just not talked about you know that's talked about even less than plus size women yeah so, i honestly I, I i saw that question and i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to how do you say that forego that question or skip that okay question. okay um, it's not that i i mean I, I would like to help those guys but it's not it's not my forte it's not something that i've ever okay. focused on so i just okay that's fine okay so um what some people will say well we don't want to encourage uh people to love their bodies the way they are because then we're encouraging them to not be healthy to be lazy to not exercise what do you say to those people no i'd, I'd say i'd say they need to look at the science and um and not judge a book uh, by its cover literally like that because there's there's women who are um their size 24 28 and they, they're healthier than their women who are thin now that's not me ignoring the science that uh or the science that's not me ignoring health and um the notion that that you know adipose tissue um can be unhealthy that's mean that's not me doing that because it really depends on on where that fat is located and i have to give credit where credit's due but unfortunately i can't mention the name of this person but there was a person on youtube who made similar videos to me and i a guy and i learned from this guy that that adipose tissue i.e fat that is located in the subcutaneous area of the body of the woman's body in other words her la derriere or her you know her behind that that is actually not as i mean so actually it doesn't really give health problems where the problems start or may start is around the visceral the visceral fat around the organs and things like that so when organs are blocked or where the pressure is blocking certain things from the body like blood flow for example and of course your arteries and things but you know but that also depends on on a lot of different other factors uh you have genetic predispositions like uh pcos uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome you have people that have that either have had hormone treatments or you know, certain medications that have hormones in them uh, or because of a genetic defect or a genetic um, inheritance from someone who who's taken a lot of medications their whole lives uh, with, with hormones. You have people with um, thyroid issues. I mean, LPCOS also a thyroid-based um, condition, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm not an expert in these things, but I'm just saying that that it's not a, if I say that correctly, a once you fits all kind of deal. It's not, it's not that, you know, if I look at that woman who's a, who's a size 26, that she is unhealthy by definition. I mean, it's, that's just, that's wrong. And I think that people use that, that, um, that notion too, too quickly and they don't really look at the facts. Right. So, so no, I don't, I don't subscribe to, uh, to people that or how do you say that? I'm just subscribe to that theory. I just, uh, okay. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. So what also, are also, 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 sorry. Also, Go ahead. 
it's really none of their damn business. Now, some, <laughs> people, some people might say, well, you know, in this country, we have universal health care and I am paying for your sickness and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I think to myself, well, you know, I mean, if, if that's how you if that's how you think, then then don't say anything, because, I mean, if if if, if you don't want that to happen, then just don't say anything. And then that person is going to live their life. I mean, if according to you, they're going to die faster then that's that's in your advantage. So, so, you know, what the hell are you worrying about? And I'm right. not trying to be harsh here, but I'm just trying to like, like show people like, you know, this kind of thinking is, is just, it's, it's off. It doesn't make sense to, to, to think like that. It's not right. business. Yeah. Right. Okay. One more question. Um, when you date a plus size woman, what are some of the things that you might do to make her feel at ease? It's a really good question because one of my biggest, and uh, supposedly it has to do with my star sign, um, I'm a cancer, by the way, it's, it's one of the biggest things with cancers that we always try to make people feel at ease with us, especially the ones that we date romantically. Um, for me, you know, um, well, one of the things that I, that I do or don't do is, is uh, I don't rush. Like, I don't care if we, when we have sex, I really don't care. I don't care if it doesn't happen in the first three months. I really don't care. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm patient. I, uh, I ask questions that are not pushy, but that are just uh, to do with that woman's character. I'd like to take her to a place where she feels comfortable. Uh, and that can be her own house, you know, it's, uh, it, it, you know. I wouldn't want to take her to my house because then, then I mean, it, you know, hypothetically speaking, in the past, uh, in those in those situations, um, I, I I wouldn't want to do that because I always wanted to make sure that they feel at ease. Um, with regards to their bodies, I think that's something that that, that should already have been established uh, the moment that you know I've met them, whether it's on a dating site or or uh, you know in public. I'm I'm very open about my admiration I talk about my channels I talk about my website so if it's someone that I meet in public then I will make that known very quickly that's also how I you know I have interviewed some people in the past um, actually I did an interview a couple of years ago with a lady who lived uh, close to where I lived back then and um, I actually told her about my channel so but I wasn't dating her so yeah, so those those so not being pushy, talking about showing interest in her, um, meeting at her place or someplace neutral, um, and uh, just just talking about my admiration also, and you know if they ask questions, give 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 concise but also detailed answers so they don't feel that it's just something physical for me. You know, so it's not easy because every woman is different, but uh, those are those are four things that I, that I can think okay. of off the top of my head. Well, that's the end of my questions. Is there anything that you'd like to add on your own that you think is important? I, I thought this was going to be like an hour and a half or... Um... Well, I, I allow an hour and a half in case we get off on tangents and end up needing all that time. Yeah, I, uh, I tend, to, but, tend to do that. Yeah. So um, if is there's anything else you want to add, you, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody how they can find your channel and your website. Um, so the website's curvyshrine.com. So that's C-U-R-V-Y. Uh, and then 
S H R I N E dot com. And it's also Kirby Shrine. If you just go to youtube.com slash Kirby Shrine or you do Kirby Shrine one word or two words, uh, you'll find it in the uh, search uh, in the search field. I've got uh, about 150 videos on there right now. I used to have a lot more, but I uh, deleted a lot. Um, I have playlists on there. I've got a playlist about uh, plus size women with photos who submit photos and a story, and I uh, can answer those stories. I've got videos or playlists about fat admirers and everything that you know we find beautiful and attractive and. Uh, I've also got a playlist called The Binge Watcher with all the videos. So, um, yeah, so that's how people can find me. And yeah, I'm really nowhere on social media other than YouTube. I do have an Instagram account, but I don't post on it. So it's just for, uh, for being on the browser. Okay. For fun. And uh, I, you said that people do email you. Do you have an email address that they can reach you? Yes, that's curvyshrine uh, at gmail.com. So it's also curvyshrine. Um, Okay. One, one word, basically. And uh, yeah, um, yeah. whether I have any questions for you. Uh, did, did you oh, I hadn't thought of that, but uh, you could ask some if you wanted. <laughs> I thought that that's what you, what you said. Um, okay, well, you, you're, you certainly can ask questions if you'd like. Um, yeah, I, I, I just one burning question that, that I, I have for you is, um, when you first discovered this whole fat admiration or guys liking larger women, how, how was that for you? Like, did you, did you not believe it or, or um, tell me like, like how was that experience for you? I'm, I'm you mean when I mentioned the website that my husband and I found and when, when we first discovered that, is that what you mean? Um, um, well, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was so, um, when we, we met online, and uh, this was my second husband, um, I'm no longer with him, not anything to do with this, just he had some controlling behavior issues that I couldn't live with. But anyway, uh, when we first got together um, online, um, we exchanged pictures because I was considering going to where he was at to visit him, and we exchanged pictures. and. Um, he said, well, will you send me a nude picture? And I said, well, you do the same. So we did, we exchanged pictures. And he said, well, I was afraid that your body type would be a turnoff, but it's not. And um, so then we started looking at these websites. Um, I don't remember the name of the website. It's been 10 years ago, but where people would write in about their experiences and guys would say, I love my wife's little muffin top. Or I, you know, love that I put my arms around her and her behind is so large and is, I love to put my hands on it, you know, they were, and I was really surprised because I didn't know things like that existed. Um, but the more I was with him, he had been a nudist in the past. He had been a clothing optional person. And so whenever we were at home, as soon as he would walk in the door, all the clothes would come off and he wanted me to do the same. And I... It was encouraging to me that uh, there were people that this would not bother them, that a plus side woman was walking around with no clothes on. <laughs> so um, it was a surprise to me. But um, now that I'm older, um, uh, I, I just find that I'm open to anything, basically. Whereas when I was younger, I'll, I'll just say this. 
when I was in college, uh, right after high school, I did four years of college. And I probably looked better in the eyes of the world when I use the word better. I mean, what they would consider better. I was probably thinner then than I've ever been during those four years. And I got zero dates those whole four years. But now that I'm larger <laughs> and more confident, I think the confidence has a lot to do with it. Um, when you're confident, I, I don't have any trouble finding dates. <laughs> so um, that's sort of the way it's been. Yeah, with confidence, it's, it's, it's interesting because some guys are just attracted to confidence in a woman and they don't really care about the body type. Right. Some guys, they are attracted to plus size women, but then when they're not confident, they think, well, I don't want to be with a woman like that because I constantly have to remind her that she's beautiful. And the guys just hate doing that. And I, I hate doing it too. I mean, I, I love just saying it every day, but not when it has to be an assessment, not, not uh, that it has to be a necessity, but uh, I mean, I don't like it when she doesn't really believe it herself or I say it one day, but the next day it's kind of like in this ear, out the other. You know, it's not, it's not right. Really, it hasn't sank in with her. Right. So I do, I do like to say it when she's confident. Um, one thing that I actually just thought of when you were talking about this, um, giving you your answer is you, you asked me about tips for uh, plus size women. When they're on dating sites, I also would like to add this. Um, don't take pictures from a high angle because that diminishes your body. And it basically tells the guy like, oh, she just wants to make herself smaller. I know some women do that and some guys too to increase the better lighting options. And it definitely works for that. But when you do that, when you create those photos, you, you make yourself appear smaller or less tall. And uh, for some guys, it's a red flag. So I just wanted to add to that as well. Okay. Thank you. Um, so... So, so you, so you say um, that, but then, so, so you were surprised by, by men uh, having that, that attraction and uh, did you, yeah. did you believe it at first or, or did it take a, and did it take a long time to change that belief system or your, um, no, I believed it. I just uh, had never heard of it. Um, I didn't think people would be there writing their life stories and posting them if they didn't mean it. <laughs> um, and obviously my husband meant it because he definitely never made comments about my appearance turning him off. Um, and my husband now uh, definitely has made me feel that he definitely accepts me the way I am, so. Um, okay. But accepts you the way you am or loves the way you are? He says both. <laughs> You know, I, I definitely have no um, have no fears that he doesn't. He okay. he's very this adamant. Is, this is why I I mean I'm asking this because I I really hate I despise and I've used it myself this term but when I started thinking about this I thought no this this isn't right I despise the term fat acceptance because I'm not like when I when I do my videos I'm not like oh please accept this fat you know no no I, it's fat admiration I, I I love women who look like this when you ask people to accept something yeah I mean yeah it can be beneficial but that's just um like right. I, want, I don't want women to just accept themselves I want them to look at themselves 
maybe not necessarily through my eyes, but I'd like to, I'd like to give them some, some ways to look at themselves. For, for example, you know, stretch marks, you know, that, that, what, that, what does remind that you are, or what does that remind you of? If I look at a sky with stratus clouds, I believe they're called, you know, they look very similar. So, uh, you know, if, if you internalize that and you look at yourself, that, that's how you start loving yourself. You have to, I understand you have to go through acceptance first, but you ultimately want to want to um, be in a place where you love yourself. So that's why I don't like fat acceptance. And that's why I don't like it when I hear a guy say like, I accept my woman the way she is. No, no, I love her the way she is. So, right. so I'm not, I'm not wanting to judge your husband or anything, but, um, but I'm just saying like, uh, it, it usually does kind of trigger me because I, I really want to focus on the, on the well i think those were my words not his when i said he accepts it he didn't use that word i did oh. <laughs> so um okay. he's never used those words um the only thing he, he tells me every day is you're the best person i've ever been with you are the kindest nicest uh most wonderful person i'm happier than i've ever been those are the kind of things that he says you know that that's absolutely that that's that's it's good that you bring that up because um, people sometimes ask me, like, can you be with a skinny woman? And I say, well, it depends on how she's skinny, how she's skinny she is, or how skinny she is, but I definitely can fall in love with a woman like that. For me, the, the most important thing is, 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 well, I don't have to fall, well, I, I don't have to have butterflies, but I need to love her, you know, and, and, uh, and I've met women in, in my past who were BBWs, and, and, you know, then I, I would think, like, there was one woman, for example, I, I, I said, said to herself like like or i said to her like i i don't care anymore like if you're this size or that size I, that's not important for me anymore but at that point i had fallen in love with her and ultimately that's what you want and that's maybe a good way to close this uh, this interview um you know i i want to say to people like okay you know i you you have a physical preference but what's most important is the love between the two and uh I do right. try to incorporate that in my videos, but I, I can't let that be the focus because that's not what the channel is about. That's not what the mission is about. So right. while that's I don't focus on it, it is definitely for my private life and personal life and for what I'd like to carry out to people, um, it's, it's definitely important. Okay. Well, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate you talking to me. And um, thank you for having everybody, me. Everybody go over and see curvyshrine.com and the Curvy Shrine uh, YouTube channel and um, everybody please tune in tomorrow for tomorrow's episode. See you next time.